Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We work with you to help you get your small business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And we're enjoying life as a small business owner, aren't we? Mike, life has been hard the last (laughs) couple of days. As a small business owner, as a human being, as a person that is an extrovert and needs human interaction, I've never been more excited to get out of my house and come here and see these smiling faces and record this podcast. There are two things that will happen. And what we're referring to is we're referring to COVID-19. COVID-19, yes. And our mandatory social distancing. There will be a number of broken marriages and a crap ton or of babies. babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you can just count on that. And I'm assuming obesity and alcoholism is going to just take a big skyrocket, too. <laughs> I went through a row of double stuffed Oreos last night in about eight minutes. So, yeah. I got to get I them just to get them out of the house. <laughs> it's logical to me. But, <laughs> but I cried yesterday. My friend was laughing at me. Because there were so many kids biking through my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it just made me have this just throwback to how when we were when we were little, we biked everywhere. There were always right. kids out. You if I wanted to go to a friend's house, the only way to get there was to get on my bike and pedal my booty to wherever it is that I wanted to go. Absolutely. And <laughs> to see all these kids out without their parents, riding their bikes, tooling around in the neighborhood made me so happy i literally cried not on their video games but out and about Mm -hmm. so today coach mike coach mike we have a very 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 special guest again miss deborah matthias and she is a linkedin consultant and trainer which i didn't even know that there was such a thing until i met her you need a bigger better word Bigger, consultant. better word. Yeah. Bigger, guru, better. No, queen. there's already a guru. I've got a good friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Jeff Young, who is the. Yeah, but we guru. don't know Jeff, so yeah. is he really been tested? Actually, yeah. I like LinkedIn. I like, I like LinkedIn Queen. Yeah, I think LinkedIn that has Queen. A nice, queen. We I think got that has a nice LinkedIn ring queen, to folks. it. Right. Okay. Well, Mike met Deborah a um, couple months ago, and. She has since revolutionized oh, his you. online presence on LinkedIn. And I know this because my husband, Scott French, came up to me one day and said, man, Mike is really good on LinkedIn. And I was like, yeah, I know. He's been working on it. Two words. Deborah Mathias has nothing to do with the skills I have. Promise you. Promise you. That's so why. So you're... you're your change and the energy you've been putting into it has not been going unnoticed. Thank so, you. And amazing. it was overnight when I got home, it's like, God, you got a lot of work to do. There's no bedtime <laughs> yet. <laughs> so today our show is twofold. One, we're going to be talking about how we can utilize technology and especially networking through LinkedIn during this time of sequestering ourselves and not get behind. Actually, this might be a really great way to actually boost your business and delve into something that you should probably continue to do even after this outbreak um, is over. And we're also going to talk about what it's like to work at home a little bit and how you can keep yourself from doing what I'm doing and going absolutely freaking batshit crazy. With someone you love. Yes. 
Because working at home with my husband is driving me to the nut house. And Becky's working at home. My wife works over at NC State, and they sent home basically every, almost everybody. And she can work from home, so she's she's the admin to the director of the transportation department. And so a lot of stuff she can do is phone and computer, so they sent her home as well. She was Today was the first day we were home, so this would have been Thursday. And we're now, for the next few days, coordinating when somebody's going to be on the phone so the other one's not. Because if we go upstairs, our, our router doesn't get our wireless upstairs. It's a first-world problem, people. Trust it me. Right, I'm yeah. not complaining. But So, again, that's what we learned. And you and Scott right. are separated by the kitchen door. Yes. Yeah. And we are in the process of moving my office upstairs. So that mm-hmm. way we have two separate space. We can close the door because he's on the phone all day. And it drives me crazy. And right now he works for LogMeIn and they sell GoToMeeting and GoToWebinar. And right now they're offering um, 90 days free, um, basically work remote packages to everyone. So he has been swamped. He's been working 14 hour days. The poor man, bless his heart, is working his booty off. And it is driving me absolutely insane because and, yeah, I already have, you know, ADD to the hilt to begin with. And then I'm sitting here trying to work and I'm hearing him and it's just driving me crazy. So, and Scott and I share a trade. We are both loud. loud. On the oh phone. my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Super you loud. You can't have a house big enough for no. Becky to get away from me. So. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to, even be, when I'm trying, <laughs> I'm going to be very excited to be off in my own. I've heard there's world. maybe office space in this building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So my tip for people is to set up your own unique space that you feel comfortable in to be able to work from home because we work from home. I work from home 90% of the time to begin with. So I'm used to working from home. I'm just not used to working from home with somebody else at home with me all day. Um, Mike is used to working from home. Mm -hmm. Deborah, what about you? Do you work from home or do you usually go into an office? I usually go into an office. So how have you found the transition into working from home? Well, uh, actually, when I first moved to Raleigh in 2016, I worked from home. So I'm used to working from home. My husband also works from home. And I, like you, we're separated between, like, a doorway. So I will go usually to the kitchen. We've got a big island, and I'll work there. And he goes to our office, which we set up so that he and I both could share the office. (laughs) But he loves to listen to music. And I I can't have music playing in the background when I'm training somebody. Right. So, (laughs) exactly. He's got Led Zeppelin blaring, and I'm, you know, so I have to go to the other end of the house. How tall is that island in the kitchen? I've got bar stools that I sit at. (laughs) So. Well, and I like to be able to move around the house during the day. So if I am in the mood for it, sometimes I'll just grab my laptop and I'll actually go sit outside or I'll sit at the kitchen counter or um, when I really need to be focused on using the computer, not making phone calls, then I need to be at my desk because I have a bigger screen. But right now, not being able to do my normal routine is just throwing me (laughs) through a freaking loop. So. 
to becoming my new office space. Yeah. We're also setting up a nice conference area where we can meet with our clients. So mm -hmm. I'm super pumped. I already picked out a really cool conference table for oh, nice. so our coaching clients. Once we meet with them in person again, Rachel come by yesterday. She came by today. Nice. Okay, and good. Rachel is um, she works with Right Rug Flooring, yep. and she came because I'm getting a quote and going to get some nice luxury vinyl plank flooring put into the bonus room. So I have a nice really yep. beautiful office of what, space. That's what we put and down in our kitchen and dining room. That stuff yeah. is nice. And we're going to start, we're going to be able to do webinars out of there, which is good. Oh, yes. I'm setting great. up a webinar space. Yep. We're going to have a nice TV mounted on the table. Um, maybe even a little green screen action. I don't know. We're going to, it's going to be super fancy. Oh, you and, and I won't get any work done if we have a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm thinking about how to continue my business during this this time of turmoil. A lot of what I usually do for marketing is being on the phone, making phone calls, keeping in contact with my clients and referral partners, um, having one-to-ones, mm -hmm. which um, I prefer being with people in person, face-to-face, -face, doing pop buys, going out, seeing people, and right now, I can't do about 50% of what I normally do in any given day. Right. So as I'm transitioning from being in this mode of seeing people face-to-face -face into doing more online, what tips or tricks do you have for people who are messaging and doing things via LinkedIn or social media? Well, the best thing about LinkedIn is you can reach out through LinkedIn and send a video message and say, hey, can we do a Zoom meeting uh, maybe tomorrow at 10 o'clock and take it to a place, whether it's meetup or whatever, so you can do video conferencing and still see the person. It's not as good as being able to shake their hand or give them a hug like I like to do, but it's the next best thing. I actually have been really enjoying it, and I like not driving anywhere. <laughs> I like not driving, and I like not having to wear, you know, pants, dress up yeah. clothes. I can be in my sweats yeah. and, you know, have a nice top on, and all they see is... Like from waist up, so it's yep. great. Your, in your The Ohio State University sweatpants. Right, exactly. Sweatshirt? No. There you go. <laughs> Double boo. What's something we can start doing? Because we're out of our routine. You dressed a little bit. We Our clients aren't in their office, right. so they're at home. Right. You talked to, for a second ago about setting up those meetings. What are we doing here on our LinkedIn page? The best thing anybody can do is take their client list and prospect list during this time down and start connecting with their clients and their prospects on LinkedIn. Start getting that connection mm -hmm. on LinkedIn so that you can message them via LinkedIn and connect with other people. The beautiful thing about LinkedIn is if I connect with you, you could have 300, 500 connections. Well, I can go to your connections and cultivate leads from there. But one thing that I find so much is that while you're at home, take the time to go through your first connections and look at the people you're already connected to and see if there might be an opportunity for you to do business with 
some of your first connections maybe you haven't reached out to in a while. Right. It might be somebody that you added a six year ago. years ago. Right. And at that time, they had a different career or right. they weren't a prospect for you. And now Absolutely. they are. So in that's your a booklet, really good piece of advice. In your booklet and in your training, you have templates of greetings, connections. Right. Would you tweak that today just not to go straight to a joke about, God, I'm stuck at home with, you know, Trinity's stuck at home. With, we're right. all stuck with our spouses. But would you tweak it a little bit like, hey, in these times, I know you're out of your element, uh, working at home, me too. Is there any, would you do anything different? Probably not. Um, one of the things that I found uh, when I ask people to connect, I have one standard thing, whether it's, you know, to anybody. The one thing that has resonated with everybody i have a canned message that i send to people but it says thank you for being part of my professional network on linkedin i've been remiss at reaching out to my linkedin connections perhaps in the next few weeks we can get together by phone or zoom that i would change instead of saying in person i would just say phone or zoom okay and see how we can network together to grow our businesses and I like that because it triggers the thought of, oh, that's right. It's just a connection on computer. Right. We can, instead of waiting like, well, we'll have to wait six weeks to do a one-to-one right. or however long it's yeah. going to take. Right. Okay. Exactly. I like yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's get together by phone or Zoom. I'll buy the coffee. I'll buy the coffee. <laughs> right. I did that. I like, you know, there are a lot of LinkedIn trainers. I've, there's one of my best friends, um, LinkedIn trainer, Shelly Essinger, and she has latte, you know. Coffee latte mm-hmm. time okay, with her clients, with her LinkedIn yep. connections. So that's something I'll probably start doing because I drink coffee like till I go to bed at night. I love coffee. Posting on LinkedIn yes. in general. We'll get to what we should sure. be doing in general. What, again, six-week window. What are we thinking now? What to post, how much to post? Six weeks, well, my standard is I never post more than three times a week. Everybody thinks that more is better, but actually, nobody's that interesting that I want to read something, (laughs) you know, every day from them, honestly. Now, if you want to drive the algorithm crazy on LinkedIn, you'll post every day. But as much as I love some of my connections, I'm not going to look at you every day. Mm -hmm. If you post something two to three times a week, I'm going to go, oh, there's Mike again. I need to reach out to Mike. I I like that post. What to post? Talk about things you know. If you are a realtor, talk about houses you have for sale. Or people that want to buy a house, they're looking for this. I think it's really important during this time, if you do any type of Zoom training or anything, you can actually post your, you know, Zoom meeting online and let other people see you getting together. One of the things that I am going to do within the next month or so is I would like to start a virtual networking meeting where I invite certain people to come and network with me. I have seen groups doing that. Right, and I'm curious to to see how that's going to work. And we're going to be doing the virtual networking next week with Mm -hmm. our BNI group, Business Networking International. And this may be something that 
turns into a thing that's here to stay. You know what? I am host of LinkedIn Local Raleigh Triangle, and my thought of doing this was to take the sponsors that are going to be at the May LinkedIn Local, if we have it. Uh, if we don't, it'll be postponed to another month. But we will have it if all is well. And have my sponsors and a few of my committee members that help me with LinkedIn Local maybe do a panel discussion. And let's talk about each other's businesses. Bring three people to the table that those people can ask questions and get to know each other. Such a go, great idea. Yep. So going back to posting on LinkedIn, and Trinity's been starting to do this, is a... Again, adapting it to the times. Right. Normally, if you're if you're a client of hers and you're ready, you're looking at a house. Right. You two drive to the house, you walk through. Right. She's starting to do virtual tours. Right. How much should we promote? Not to take advantage of a bad situation, but hey, my company. Here's what we do during these times. This may be of some help to you. Absolutely, and one of the things that's been very successful realtors that I have trained is give people information about buying homes. What do you look for? What are some of the things you want to make sure in buying a home? Mm -hmm. People love free information. You could go, I'm yes, promoting <laughs> free poke in the eye with a sharp stick. And people would go, oh, I want to go. I want to do it. I want to do it. You know, it's like, so put free information. That's how I grew my following. People will follow you if they see a picture of you with other people. Mm -hmm. We can't do that now. So... Give them. We can take a screenshot of us networking. Absolutely, and also going back to talk about what you know. You're going to see a lot of selfies of me with my dogs. You know, <laughs> talk about what you know. Don't give your dog's name on the air. No. <laughs> F and Carlos. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Side note: When Rachel came today to give me the flooring quote yeah. she was like i totally see why your dog's nickname is yeah. this now yeah. he was a total jerk to her what kind of i dog have it he's it? half yorkie half chihuahua oh and he lives up to the ankle biter namesake right. Right. he is he's a little jerk <laughs> <laughs> dude i hate getting off that conversation because <laughs> there's so many stories there. Yeah, i've been in the house just enough even i know a couple of <laughs> are we changing our linkedin homepage, banner, headline, anything for this period of time? No. Okay. You should keep your banner, your headline, everything just as it is. And make sure that people know who you are, what you do. You know, if you're going to do anything, any change to your profile, it should be done in the about section. Like if you normally are a realtor and you can't show houses or whatever, you can post videos in the about section oh. and show people the new house. If you have a cleaning company of any kind and you go in to disinfect an office, which I know is big right now, would you, you would post that, hey, here's where we can be of some help. Right. Again, a lot of it is how you phrase it. Let me say how it can help you. Absolutely. Before, Not before and after, but actual video of them doing it. But how often would you do it? Because, again, you don't want to take advantage of a situation, but you want right. people to know we're a resource to but you. But anybody that is in the 
arena of cleaning homes or anything like that, you need a LinkedIn profile now. Get it up and write. I'm, that, I'm glad you said that because I need to reach out to one of my clients that owns a cleaning company mm -hmm. and tell him we need to be doing some stuff now to get out and, you know, put it out that you do sanitizing, yeah. not just cleaning, but, but sanitizing. sanitizing. Yeah. Which, again, those little, that makes a huge difference. Right. You know? But, yeah. My Norwex lady has been blowing my phone up. It's a good sanitizing. product. It is a good product, yeah. but... Come on now. Please. Stop spamming me, people. Stop spamming me. No, Trinity's uh, main a very tasteful spamming. post on LinkedIn about how you can help would be really well received, I believe, now. We should up our video game. Absolutely. And then keep it there. Video right now on LinkedIn is the hottest thing going. Mm. So if you're not comfortable with doing videos, get comfortable because it's not going anywhere. For the people at home, and I, I think of Trinity in this situation as a realtor, your showings are going to either tweak down a little bit or you'll go more to virtual showings, right? Yeah, so we've put, we've put things in place um, like they are no longer allowing overlapping showings. So mm -hmm. homes are going to be on the market a little bit longer to let more people get through them. Sure. Um, you know, there's not going to be the giant open houses where you have 10, 15, 20 yeah. people at a time coming right. through a house. They're going to keep it to just you and your agent and your family. And most of the new listings, I'm showing a house tonight and they're like, there's wipes at the door, like mm -hmm. everything, you know, just come in wipe down anything you right. touch and, and that goes back to your information point earlier right if she lays that out for people just manage that, your expectations oh my right? gosh yeah. that would be i yeah. see the post already it would be what to do when showing a home right let me let you know and feel comfortable with me showing you a home i have sanitizers at the door i mm. have wipes you know i'll take you through the home don't touch anything. Even if you do, we're going to sanitize the home after you leave and let people know that it's safe. Yes. Because our safety right now is really what people are looking for. They're looking for that comfort. They're looking mm. for, yep. you know, to feel safe. Mm. Mm -hmm. My next question <laughs> is something that, what? Yeah. I've been what? talking all the time. Question hog. I'm out of here. Gosh. I'm out of here. Enjoy the rest of the show. Um, how would you say is the best way to go about asking for people to leave you a review on LinkedIn? Oh, to give you a recommendation? Mm -hmm. Go to that person's profile. Go to the more button. Click on the more button. And it will say request a recommendation. My standard is, Tiffany, if you feel that I gave you great service and you learned quite a bit in our training, could you... Write me a recommendation. Yours could be if you feel that I gave you great service while showing you the home or if you value my expertise as a realtor consultant, mm. could you please write me a recommendation? I, too, will endorse you for uh. your skills. Give, ask, and give. Mm -hmm. And then go to their profile and endorse them for two or three skills so that it's a mutual benefit for everybody. Right. Now, if obviously, if you've never done business with them, you can't write them a recommendation. Mm -hmm. 
but you can't endorse them for their skills because you know that they do these certain things. And there's a difference between the recommendation and the endorsement. Absolutely. Yes. You go to people's skills and click on the plus button, yep. and it will endorse them for that skill. And it's got a drop-down box where you'll do, are they highly skilled? Do they know it a little bit? A lot? You know. Yeah. Uh, I won't mention the closing you just had a couple of days ago, but the closing you just had a couple of days ago. Could you get a review out of that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> people I know that, too much People that think yeah. real estate's yeah. easy mm. are full of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real estate is one of the hardest oh, yeah. really professions there is. Oh, you know what? It would be very interesting to see if I can't get in to see my hairdresser over the next six weeks, what my actual, how many grays I have up here. Let's don't even talk about it. Tell her to come to your house. <laughs> I do have a friend that goes home yeah. to home. Yeah, yeah. My, I've already threatened mine. I'll go to closing. the store and get a box of Claro. She's like, don't you do it. Most of us probably don't have an outreach strategy. Right. You mentioned, so one of the things you mentioned was go to your first connections right. and touch base with them. Your low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Right. What else? Ooh, that may be the title of the podcast right there. Thank there you, Cindy. There you go. Low-hanging fruit. All right. What else can we do? Go to your first connections connections, which are your second connections, and look to see who you're not connected with. Gotcha. That you could connect. If you and I are connected, but I'm a second to Trinity, and I want to meet her, and I know you guys do have a relationship, how do I approach you to get connected to her? Other than just sitting and connect and go, hey, we... No, just send, send a message and say, hey, I know that you're connected to this person. Could you introduce me? Now, I'm a little bolder than that. If I want to meet somebody or connect with somebody, I'm going to go straight to that person and ask them to connect. I've always been cut out the middleman. I like that. Website, should you take a minute to clean this up? And do you ever go back to all your connections and clean that up? Oh, yeah. I literally probably take out 10 to 12 connections a week. One of the things I started doing in 2020, a goal of mine, was to go through my connections because when I got on LinkedIn in 2009, I was connecting with everybody. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, I'll connect with this person. I've connected with people all over the world, which is not a bad thing if you you know know them or you're in a group with them. But I would... Take probably five to ten off a week. And why? Number one, if they don't have a photograph, I will not connect. And I will get rid of them. That's the first criteria. Second criteria is do I feel that that connection can be a benefit to my network or myself? And if that box is not checked, yes, got to go. And you, if you unconnect from me i don't know you did that no nope. okay no nope. right don't know that's kind of unless you send thing. them the, the nasty gram yeah. that tells them why you're <laughs> disconnecting Yo, from dude. Right. get a exactly. picture get connect a picture. with me again when you got a picture right. you've messaged me four <laughs> times it's really funny i trained a columbus client um just two three weeks ago and he didn't have a picture oh did you get and mail I just told him I wouldn't connect with him until he had a picture. So this past week, he said, I got a picture. So I connected with him. Nice. It's like just a rule I have. People have to understand that hackers can get in anyway in social media. LinkedIn mm -hmm. is no different than any other social media. So be vigilant in 
looking at who you want to connect with. Mm. Can we over-communicate in the oh, situation God, yes. we're in now? Yes. We can? Yes. How? I just disconnected from two of my connections last month because every day, two and three times a day, they were posting. And while I may like you, Mike, mm-hmm. I can get enough of you real quick. <laughs> you know, you don't, especially if you don't have much to say, if you're just getting on for the sake of getting on to say something. Yeah. You know, the people that share the little snippets that you can get off of the cute quote sayings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be careful how many of those you put on and what you put on because while putting those on can be inspirational and can be, you know, nice, if you do one or two or three of those a week, it's like, don't you have anything else to yeah. say or are you letting everybody else talk for you? Find your voice. I am not a, I actually had this conversation today, Jenny Midgley, who does the, the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. And we're doing a one-to-one. Her kids were running around the house. It was hysterical because mine would have done the same thing back in the day. She goes, oh, you know, like, I got, I'm good. I got two, I've had two boys. I, we're good on that. And we're talking about posting and stuff because she's doing a little bit more social media than right. photography these days. And I told her I'm not that inspirational quote guy. Right. I, I just, I, I don't read them because right. I lead the life. I'm, I'm blessed. I, I, I good. You know, uh, yeah, right. I'd rather have a nugget from each of you. Right. That's way, that's 10 times better than the best 20 quotes ever written, you know? So it's got to be content that's helpful. Right. And if you're not well versed at writing and posting, my God, go to your homepage and look at your connections. I'm a firm believer that just about all of my connections that I'm connected to are smarter than I am and have something more interesting (laughs) to say. Share their stuff. Why not? I mean, I've got some really smart connections that share pertinent information. There are LinkedIn trainers all over the world that are smarter than I am. And I'll share their information. On a timely basis. On a timely basis. We're not back to the two or three no, times a day with somebody else's work. we're maybe once, twice a week. Yeah. And I wouldn't <laughs> share information. If I share something, yeah. I'm going to post. And then I'll share something else, maybe. And then I'll post. Don't just always share somebody else's yeah. Yeah. stuff. Because then again, you're then just again, an You're just an overshare. I know yeah, you exactly. have a, you have a good mix of industry stuff, Hunter Rose stuff, and then Trinity stuff. Right. Yes. Because at the end of the day, they're buying you. It doesn't matter right. how many logos you have. Yes. Right. They're buying you, and yeah. yours has always been a good mix of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And it needs to be because I post the same way I like to see content. I don't want to see just a mm-hmm. one trick pony. I want to see a little bit of their kids. I want to see milestones. I want to see them out with their friends one night. And then right. I want to see something mm-hmm. interesting about what they do. Right. I don't want to see all, you know, there's real estate agents that post every single thing they do all day long. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I don't Stop. need a play by play. I don't want to see it. what you had for breakfast. Or, yes, I don't care exactly. what you had for lunch or that you went to the spa in the afternoon and that your kids threw up on the carpet. Yeah. Not yeah, I don't so. want to know. Especially not on LinkedIn. No. <laughs> it is a professional yeah. networking site for oh, professionals. And every now and then there's that one yeah, There's that one. One idiot. Yes. So. Anything else for the good of the group here that we can learn from, especially in the States? Well, actually all over the world, because we talk to people in Europe and Asia, and they're ahead of us. Right. So hopefully we can get an idea of what they're 
I think we're 10 days. I was talking to a friend of mine in Germany. We're on 10 days behind. Yeah. Because they're, you know. If you have tips or tricks or a story you would like to share about the impact of social right. distancing on your business, please feel free to email us info at wiredtochange.com. And that's with the number two. We would love to hear your thoughts, your feedbacks, and your comments. And we will be sure to get back with you in a timely and professional manner. And awesome. if you if you want to stay ahead of your competition, go to connecttoclients.com, go to LinkedIn, go to Deborah Mathias's page, connect with her, because there's going to be a lot of people. We're going to learn a lot about a lot of people in the next six to eight weeks. Yes. We're going to learn who's lazy. We're going to learn who's not a team player. Right. And some stars are going to come out of this time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said this since this whole thing went down. There will be many stars born on LinkedIn in the next eight weeks. And you are living proof from 2008, 2009, that Thank what you. can come of that. Right. So if anybody needs to know, oh, that's not going to work for me, we're talking to one right Build here. Build your brand. And your brand is what? How, do you, how would you describe that? You know? My brand and my passion is connecting people to do great things together. And that's what they need to know. Right. Well, we were very ecstatically happy to connect with you today. This yes. was a this was a lot of fun. It is very. It was. Yep. This was a great. Lot of and good it was fun stuff. to get out of the house today. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> She's just happy to be. It's like that. one in one a. <laughs> I mean, uh, in she don't care. Anyways, go find Deborah on LinkedIn and learn how to do it right. Uh, go rate, review, and subscribe for us on wiredtochange.com. Everybody, be safe, and we'll talk to you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.